Welcome to the Teacher's Impact Podcast, or better yet known as The Tip, where teachers can come to master their craft, use their voice, and enhance student learning. This is episode 58 of The Tip, or better yet known as The Teacher's Impact Podcast. On this episode, we'll be talking about five mistakes schools make when working with instructional coaches. All right, so let's get into it. On episode 30, I talked about why we need instructional coaches. Yes, instructional coaches are so important. But I see schools making mistakes when working with instructional coaches. So stay tuned to find out what are the mistakes that schools are making when working with instructional coaches and Hopefully, you can avoid them. And if you're a teacher, you'll know exactly what to look for in an instructional coach, what your expectations should be, so that you are not blindsided because you know what their role should look like. Okay, every district is different, so a coach's role may be different depending on the district. But as a teacher, you have a general sense of an idea of what to look for in your instructional coach. So the first mistake that's made with instructional coaches is that the school or administration thinks that their instructional coach is a savior that's going to magically make their scores improved. Yes, instructional coaches do have a big impact on student growth, but if the foundation, the systems of support and climate and culture are not there, that instructional coach is going to have less of an impact. For example, if you bring in an instructional coach and you have a climate and culture where discipline is out of control, it is going to be very difficult for that instructional coach or instructional coaches to have an impact on student learning. If you don't have multiple a multiple tiered system of support again it's going to be difficult for that coach to have an impact because one or two coaches is not going to be able to do the work necessary to make the improvements that you need to see and I know we hear this quote all the time but it takes a village and one or two instructional coaches is not going to come and work magic in your school to magically make your make your scores improve it takes a village it takes the teachers it takes the administrative staff it takes the instructional coaches it takes the paraprofessional it definitely takes a team so having this type of thinking is a mistake mistake number one all right so mistake number two the instructional coach is your only strategy to improve learning outcomes. This is one of the mistakes that I've seen made. So part of the plan may be, okay, we'll have a book study and then we'll have an instructional, we'll have, we'll work with instructional coaches to work with the teachers. Again, coaching is a wonderful tool to indirectly improve student outcomes. But if it, again, if it's your only strategy, it's it's not going to work. You have to have a foundation in your K, K and 1 grades and you're building out 
and up those multiple tiered systems of support. So if you think of it this way, you have a coach, okay, you have instructional coaches, okay, the, because that coach has so many teachers that they're working with, if you don't have a multi-tiered system of support, a healthy culture and climate, and a good foundation in the early grades to be successful, it's going to be very difficult for that instructional coach to come in and make a difference. The foundation has to be there. All right, so the foundation is a multi-tiered, a multi-tiered system of support, a healthy climate and culture, and a good foundation in the early grades for uh, especially uh, pre-K through one. And I've seen examples of this where if these are not there, teachers are left feeling unsupported, even if there is a coach, and the coach feeling overwhelmed and students feeling frustrated. So just using the coaching or the instructional coach as one strategy is going to fall flat because you have nothing else to support that strategy. Mistake number three is choosing the wrong person for the position or not training the coach. So this could prove very detrimental if the wrong person is in the position. And I say detrimental because what happens is if that person is the wrong person in position, that coach is influencing other teachers, okay? And if you have a coach that is not that great, what's going to happen is it's going to influence those other teachers and it's going to damage this teacher's view of how helpful, co- of how helpful coaching could be. That teacher or teachers may end up saying, no, I don't, I don't want a coach. I don't need a coach because their experience with that person, with that coach was not favorable. And so they, they completely write coaches off because they've had a not favorable, they've had a not favorable experience with, with that person because the right person wasn't chosen, the right person wasn't chosen for the position. And I can say that this is something that I've experienced and it made me rethink, do I really need an instructional coach? Because of, yeah, because of how that coach was operating in the role. Yes, I believe coaches are helpful. Coaches are needed. They can help teachers to better their craft. Yes, but (laughs) you may have a few coaches that they don't understand their role. They don't. They don't have enough training. They're not the right person for the job. And it ends up influencing other teachers. Do I let it influence me? No, because I have the knowledge and experience to know that it's not it's not me. <laughs> it's the coach that needs the training and the professionalism. So choosing the right person is important. Make sure you don't make the mistake of choosing the wrong person because it's going to end up hurting the other teachers. To Just to sum up this one, so... If the coach is supporting many teachers, then his or her negative influence will run deep and wide throughout the school building. So we want to make sure that we choose right. The fourth mistake that I see is not defining the coach's role. When everyone involved understands the role of the coach, it makes everyone's job so much easier. And I can tell you this makes such a difference when it is done. When it is not done, it causes a lot of chaos and confusion. And as an administrator, you may not you may not see it 
because you're not privy to the information so readily, but it happens. So if you're defining, if you define the coach's role, if you define the coach's role, it eliminates a lot of the confusion. Teachers know what they should expect from the coach and the coach understands his or expectation Teachers know what they should expect from the coach and the coach knows exactly what they should be doing or what are the expectations when working with teachers. For example, if the coach's role is to push a district initiative, then this needs to be established and be known so that teachers are not blindsided when a coach is asking them to implement something that is a district initiative. If the coach is more serving as a partner to the teacher, working in a partnership role, they should also be established with the coach and teacher so that when that coach comes to have a conversation with the teacher, when that coach comes to brainstorm ideas of how to work on his or her classroom management, both both parties know exactly what each role is and there's less chaos and confusion. So that is another mistake that you need to avoid when using or working with an instructional coach. All right, so some key takeaways from this episode are these are the mistakes that you want to avoid. Number one, thinking that your instructional coach is a savior that will magically make your, your scores improved. That's mistake number one. Mistake number two, the instructional coach or slash coaching is your only strategy to improve learning outcomes. Mistake number three, choosing the wrong person for the position and not training the coach. Mistake number four, not defining the coach's role. So those are the mistakes that one should avoid when working with instructional coaches in schools. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to check out the website, teachersimpact.net. If you found this content helpful, please share, favorite, and rate on your favorite podcast app. It helps the show to grow, reach more teachers, and have an impact. You can email me at teachersimpacteducation@gmail.com at gmail.com or follow me on Instagram at teachersimpactpodcast. Happy learning and growing. Mm-hmm.